Just, just about doomed, mate. Surely. There you go. That's outstanding. That much talent running around in our own backyard. Ladies and gentlemen, the semi-pros. The semi-pros. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. The Welcome along to the Semi Pros for another week. Great to have your company. Oh, Roster. Joining me tonight. Who's on screen? Steve Glover. How are you going? Good, mate. Oh, the climate change protesters having a ball. <laughs> Gone for 40 degrees. Jeez, they're busy. Oh, I'll tell you what, they'll be loving it. They'll be licking their lips, tying themselves to the uh, bitumen. So, can't wait for that to pop up in the news. 40 degrees to 20 degrees. So, <laughs> tell you what, I didn't think I'd ever need a jumper in this thing. Nah. We walked in here and you had the aircon going. On 16. Yeah, so smart fellas. But anyway, Troy Gursky, cool. how are you? Welcome back. Yeah, I'm good, mate. How's Japan? This good you are. This is a bit more like the weather in Japan. I think I jumped out of three degrees into about 36 on Sunday at cricket. What a great day. Dropped the bloke on first ball and he went and got 90 odd and they tail us up. Great day for me. Who'd you play? Uh, the Maggies. The Maggies? Yeah, yeah, got, yeah, yeah, got dusted. Ouch. So, um, yeah, 36 degrees. It was great. What a great day. But, yeah, this is a bit more like it. A bit of rain. Farmers will be loving it. Yeah, fantastic. Joel Stower, good evening. How are Hi. you, mates? Yeah, a bit of rain. Really good, isn't it? Good for the farmers. Good for the golfers, too, I suppose. Nice and green for, uh, was it next week, the big comp? As long as it stops raining. Well, that's true. Not that anyone's asking oh, for that, obviously. But. They'll still kick on with a, with a bit of rain around, won't they? Yeah. yeah. Rain, heat. Rain, how shine. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it works. So... Big week though, plenty happening around the traps. I see. Uh, we talked about it a few weeks ago, but uh, Super Rugby. What? A bit of strife this week. That's pretty big news. They, Fox Sports said, yeah, no, nah, that'll do us. Last season, that it, puts it, the sport in a precarious position in this country, doesn't it? Geez, it's a well marketed sport as well, isn't it? Mm. Did you know it was even on? Oh, this is the first I've heard of all this. So what's what's going on? Raylene, Raylene Boyle. What's Castle? what's happened? Castle. Raylene Castle. Castle. Raylene Boyle. Raylene Castle. Yeah. <laughs> She's a singer. Isn't she? That's Susan Boyle, isn't it? Susan Boyle. <laughs> I dream it's a cross between <laughs> Raylene and Susan. I'll tell you what, that'll be uh, yeah. Uh, Look alikes anyway. Yeah. Anyway, you were saying about Boyle. But anyway, Raylene yeah. Boyle, well, mate, back to her. Just come off a World Cup. Now they've lost the Fox Sports. They're going to be in some strife. I tell you what, they're. Uh, Sliding down a slippery slide at the minute. What's yeah. they've lost it for this season? No, no, next season. 2021. So well, the, new, the new deal. Yeah. So, uh, when, and when you consider obviously the money that is up for grabs in rugby internationally, like playing mm. all over the world. Actually, speaking of another rugby man now back to league, didn't he? Cop at Sonny Bill, his first game back in league. Jizzy had an ordinary start. A couple of drop pills. <laughs> That's Sonny Bill every time, but isn't it? Remember, he came back from the Roosters it. that time and he. He got singled out with an end of the season. He got the chocolates, didn't he? Tell you another bloke who's been copping it over there is big Israel Folau. Gee whiz. Why is, it, why is Israel been copping it? What happened? Well, he's off to La Catalan Dragons. Has, and, he, uh, has Israel done something wrong? <laughs> <laughs> How good's that? Who are they? Whoever they're playing first round. Well, they get, no, I think it's round seven. Oh, that, round when seven. They the first play time them. they play yeah. it is put that on the uh, their rainbow. Pride round. Pride, Pride round. round. Yeah, celebrating uh, homosexuality. So is that yeah? So is that a coincidence or is that? Oh. Geez, he'd be he, oh, it'd be funny if he refused to play. Yeah, be stiff. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, 
Yeah, so that's all going on. And locally, I see what Victoria Basketball is following in uh, the footsteps of like the uh, the the BBL, DDBBL. Draft? Yeah, it is. It What's is. your name? Is your name in the draft? Negative. No. <laughs> Can't even walk the big man. Exactly. So he'd be clucking on the back page yeah. today. He's back by looks of it. He is. He was the first one on the chat to, to pipe up and see how to, how he could put his name down too. But no, it is following in cricket's footsteps. It's been talked about a bit around TBA for a while and the A-grade competition needed a revamp. So I think this will provide it with what it needed. So interesting. I think the draft is, or well, name's in by tomorrow. Friday, yep. Drafting teams for Monday Who's night? the coaches, mate? Um, you put your name down for one of them gigs? Yeah, don't know. <laughs> have they no, got um, They've got team owners? Bought, teams no, bought? no, I haven't no. done anything like that. I think young yeah. um, Coxie, they've just assistant coaches, and Kim. Um, and all the, so all the players are going, and they're just, yeah, it's just on a draft system. Yeah. But not 70 really. players, 70 noms they've had so far, so four teams of 10, I think. So that'll, uh, it's good. good. It's yep. been a good response. Hopefully they'll uh, be able to lift the standard. Fully timed games, so it'll, yeah, bring a bit of. Competitiveness back to local basketball. Good too. kickoff to the season for the uh, Saints semi pros too during the week. Yeah, we did. Old, uh, Jimmy buckets over here getting red hot. No, it was about one for about eight hundred and forty. It's all right. Got one, but <laughs> exactly. They don't count the eight hundred and forty on the stats sheet. Exactly. No. That's why they keep going up. So yeah, but now one for eight hundred and forty. But we got over the line in a in a fully timed forty we did minute it. game about the seventeen fourteen. So. Lovely. Yeah. Great game. <laughs> what was the score? It was about that. 26-22 no, or something. Oh, an absolute ripped oh, Great, right, great, great defense. defense. Yeah. Defensive patterns across the court were yeah. just outstanding. A couple of new recruits. Yeah, Benny like Lonigan. Played bit like the 49ers. Of match. Yeah, get like the 49ers. Exactly like them. We played the Benny Goulton and the boys, so they had four blokes and we just managed to get over like that. Tell you what, the, uh, the import, Kangaroo Jack Milo. He's got a plus one import now too. He was happy with himself. There was, uh, yeah, I don't know what he was on prior to the game, but I want some. So he was uh, full of energy. And, yeah, high on life. Yeah, he turned up for the eight o'clock game about six p.m. What Good time game? Putting up what, shots, just getting ready. What time game start, mate? <laughs> eight o'clock, mate. So he went. I don't know. Anyway, he was there. Yeah. So the Saint Semi Pros, our team's going great guns, one and zero. So that's probably the only time that'll happen all season. Top so of the table. Top of the table. Yeah. No, surely. I, I, well, someone screenshotted it, but I don't know how you're on top of the table with 118 percentage and somebody in six 420 percentage. <laughs> exactly. but anyway. Alphabetic exactly. order, maybe. <laughs> yeah. S comes before whatever they are. Uh, a lot of things, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. No, we are, we are the A semi pros, so yeah, that might be yeah. how it works. I don't know. So, but anyway, so yeah, that, that's all, all all happening there. So plenty going on. Um, big time here, as you said, golfing wise, and that's not just the golf we talk about each week of watching Steve Glover and go around this was this was more that was last week but next week when actual players get out in the course and you see some um, terrific golf so some of the best golfers obviously from right across the country will will uh, compete in the Queensland PGA so as we said wet weather at the moment will play a bit of havoc there with that but that's a uh, a big event Steve we're out there every week it looks good doesn't it except for the rough it does yeah yeah it's really started to uh, knit together the uh, the the uh Thistles on the grass are thickening up, so it'll be uh, a pretty good pitch. There'll be plenty of water. Good pitch. Be, yeah. Good pitch. <laughs> pretty good pitch. Good crowd in here at the SCG. Yeah. <laughs> there'll be plenty of water to hit anyway, so you won't be going in there and collecting your balls. So. Yeah, certainly. The rough's pretty long. It's almost like a lynx trees with lots of... <laughs> lynx course with lots of trees in it. Speaking of you say before with that new basketball competition, it was causing all sorts of grief for Trevor Grieve and his golf games. Phone mm. kept going and he's trying to play golf. He was he wasn't happy about it, the big fella. So, but he's done well. He's he's got it all sorted. So, 
But yeah, on a serious note, great week coming up in the Garden City with uh, one of the marquee sporting events we have here occurring next week. A uh, number of local faces will be out there as well trying their best to lift the trophy. One of those is going to join us. Wade Edwards is our special guest. We're going to go to a break and Wade's going to be on the show next. In my line of work, I, I see a lot of kitchens and, and great renovations on a daily basis. And look, the the work that the guys at Westerns um, do is phenomenal. Like their attention to detail is definitely second to none. We knew we had a what idea we had in mind. We wanted modern, we wanted sleek, and they worked with us the entire way. Their design team helped us, and you know anything that didn't look like it might have worked well, they helped us rectify and suggested different points that we could um, take on. Or the kitchen so it was great they were perfect to work with and um, we definitely do it all over again with them bathrooms next mm. <laughs> just just about to do mate uh, surely there you go that's outstanding that much talent running around in our own backyard Ladies and gentlemen, the semi-pros, the semi-pros. Ladies and gentlemen, you're the Welcome back. Thanks for joining us on the show this week in the Garden City. The big golf event, Queensland PGA, occurs here as it does each year in Toowoomba. One of the real uh, showpiece events when it comes to golf in Australia, the Queensland PGA. So we'll see who hoists that trophy Sunday afternoon. Among the best pros and amateurs across Australia competing in it as well. We'll see a couple of our own familiar faces. One of those is our special guest on the show tonight. Welcome along to uh, local golfer Wade Edwards. How are you? Good, mate. Uh, thanks for having me here tonight. Great to have you with us. Now, you've competed, you've qualified, so it was a tough little process t- to get there. So how do you earn a spot in the big tournament starting next week? Uh, so we had a local qualifier. Uh, originally... Stroke play champion gets an invite, uh, head pro gets an invite, and then we play off the other two spots. So there was about 17 of us play for the two spots. Uh, three of us ended up coming in with a couple under par, and we had to go back up to the 18th and have a, another playoff. And how'd that go? Uh, pretty easy for me. The other, the other guys sprayed it into the trees to start, so I, I had to try to keep it in the fairway, um, make a solid, solid par, while the other guys really... Uh, Struggled over in the trees. 
So who were the three? So who were the three that were tied there and had, had to go to the playoff hole? Uh, so myself, uh, Anthony Timms and Nigel Weldon. So Anthony, is uh, he got through this year, has played a couple times, yep. um, has been a feature in Darling Downs Golf for probably about mm. 10 or so years, and then Nigel, the other one, a prolific club champion. Um, heaps of them, absolutely heaps of them. So for you to qualify... Uh, under those sort of circumstances, I guess that must have been a good feeling to, to know you're doing a spot in this big event. Yeah, it was good to get through. Uh, I qualified this way probably three or four years ago. Um, this is my fourth year I've played now in a row, uh, so it should be a good good experience again. Hopefully I can take what I've learned in the previous years and put it to better use. Speaking of previous years, how have you fared in the previous years? Uh, first one was a bit of a struggle. I First nine, I was very nervous, um, in my first professional event. Uh, next year, I think I must, it was a pretty good scoring year that year. Something like four under par was the cut line compared to normally like one, one over square. I think I had like one or two over, so I missed by a few again. And then last year, I think, uh, yeah, I, m- I missed the cut last year as well. Um, I, my friend let me know that I hit my first tee shot out of bounds in the first round and, <laughs> and, I, was, and I was struggling from there. So, yeah, hopefully we can keep it on track this year and I'm feeling actually pretty confident this year. So, see how we go. Mate, um, as you said, you had a few, was it hecklers last year or you get a, get a bit of support? It'd be good playing in front of the, the home crowd, a bit of family and a few friends getting there, there for a bit of a look. Yeah, usually you get a few around, um, especially uh, not only, only ones who are following you around, but... All the, uh, all the volunteers out there, they're all members, so they're always there to have a chat the whole way around the course, so it's always a good thing. This year, when, when does it all kick off? So Thursday, uh, next Thursday's the first round, uh, 13th of Feb uh, through to Sunday. So it all, all does start on Monday. We have qualifying Monday, then Pro-Am's on Tuesday, Wednesday, then tournament starts uh, Thursday through to Sunday. And you, Mate, what is your position? So you're tied up down with the, the boys in the pro shop down there. Um, yeah, are, are you in some sort of program to try and make these this pro events sort of more permanently? Or uh, I'm not actually. Uh, there's I'm not doing the traineeship pro uh, program. So yeah. there is like a three year traineeship program where you turn into a, a PGA member, like other the other boys I work with. Uh, but I'm still an amateur golfer. Still trying to play as much amateur golf as I can. So it's always a good thing to get through. And then um, I suppose joining you in this, you, so we'll have yourself and Anthony who com- uh, qualified through the, the p- qualifier the other day. Then so stroke play champion, who was who joined? Who was that one? So Quinn Croker won that one, the younger yep, fellow who's carving up. Yep, yep, seems to be carving up in all the events he's playing. So yeah, yeah, he, he should be a good show too. So yep, yep, and then the the head pro. So so Chris Britnell got through. Um, yep. Then in the Monday qualifying, uh, his brother Matthew Britnell is going to be. Attempting to qualify. Yeah. Uh, another golfer from around here, um, Ian Essen, uh, as well as Sam Eves from Warwick, who used to be a trainee here. Uh, he's He's got an invite into the tournament, so there are quite a few local hopes. So in terms of uh, Monday, like you said, there's qualifying. How, how does that all work? So is there a f- certain percentage of the, the people playing on Monday will qualify for the tournament or...? Yeah, so it's it's minimum usually minimum ten spots, but because we have a pretty big field list um, and there are big tournaments kind of bookending this one, uh, there has been uh, there's about forty spots or forty four spots I think 
and I think it's something like 75 to 77 professionals uh, going for those. So it's one of the easier ones because there can be ones where there's like 120 guys going for six spots. That's when mm. it gets tough. And a horses for courses type of thing, if, um, is it an advantage? Like City's a pretty pretty tough course on its rating and fairly tight. Being Having that knowledge or um, understanding of where you need to be, course management sort of thing, is that a, an advantage heading into a home PGA? Somewhat an advantage. Uh, you just It's one of those courses where it's fairly short, so it's going to be who drives it well, who wedges it well, and who makes the putts. Uh, so... At other courses where there are a few longer holes, it can be an advantage to be a, a, like a member or played there a lot. Um, it still will be because the greens are quite undulating, so it'll be good to. Oh, I know them pretty well, uh, but most of the other guys they're playing they're playing tour golf. They're going to different courses every week. Uh, they know they know how to prepare for a different golf courses. So uh, it is an advantage, but not as much. So what what do you think? What do you think you'll need to make the cut, though, based on previous years or, or roughly? What sort of score do you reckon you need to shoot Thursday, Friday to be there on the weekend, which has Fox Sports coverage, so it'd be good to be there then. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, just because the rough's going to be up this year, I'd say, uh, I reckon probably around squarish is going to be it. Uh, just depends. Like I know there is a bit of rain forecast for next week as well. So, so bunkers will be out? Yeah, sure they are. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I reckon that square mark. Yeah, a couple of years ago, four under was the cut yeah. line, but I can't see that happening again this year. Wait, when was uh, when was the last time we had a local that made the cut? I would s- oh, probably oh, three years ago now. Yeah. Um, Ian Essen made the cut, but he beforehand he was a touring pro, so he was playing quite often. Uh, but from like amateur amateurs getting through to play the PGA from around here. I, I can't remember anyone making the cut. Right, mate, there's your goal. In, in terms of uh, preparation for yourself, so like you said, you're an amateur golfer. Um, how often do you get out and play the course? Uh, probably twice a week and then try to get out to practice probably the other three, two or three days a week. Um, try to scratch in as much as I can. Uh, it's always, always difficult having a job as well, but uh, it's just what we do because we want to play golf. And it's a pretty hot field. I've seen mm. a few emails dart around. Like there's some some legends of Australian golf playing. Nico Hearn, Peter Lonard, which we've seen probably perform on the on the highest stage uh, in the golfing worldwide. Then there's a few also European um, names, and I suppose a big one locally is uh, Andrew Dote has confirmed that he's um, yeah. going to be in, and he's coming off a win. I think not so long ago in the he, European and Tour, he finished. He finished because I was down there. Was at Royal Pines at the end. He finished top. He was right in contention. That I can't remember exactly where he finished, but he would have finished near top five, if not that top ten. Behind went the one that Scott won. He was right in yeah. the hunt for that. So yeah, yeah. Yep. So he's playing some pretty good golf. So it's a pretty hot field, and be able to rub shoulders with these guys. Does it sort of inspire you, help you to improve your game? Seeing what sort of the guys that are competing week in week out, this is their bread and butter. This is how they make a living. Yeah, it's good to see them around, especially like guys like Andrew Dote. You know, he's come from just down at Gutton, uh, local face, and what he's what he's become playing the European Tour, winning. Um, it's always a good thing to aspire to. And just seeing the professionalism of the players out there, how they prepare for each tournament, how they go through each round, um, it it's always a it's a great stepping stone to to play events like this. So they won't probably follow our preparation of a quick beer in the uh, in the clubhouse and a few punts, so you can listen to them <laughs> on the afternoon. 
No, I don't think uh, the <laughs> rocking up 10 minutes before the tea time is really on their agenda. Um, oh. But I, I reckon they'll, they'll get the stretches in, plenty, plenty of uh, hitting of balls and... You didn't, oh, you didn't touch ready. on the beer or the punting pups. We might, yeah. have, to, we yeah. might have to go down and do the, the beer and the punting <laughs> The thing. latter for you, yeah. <laughs> uh, in terms of, uh, you spoke about earlier, you're not currently in, enrolled in the, um, the professional program. Is it something that you might look to down the track? Is it some sort of ambition of yours maybe to follow in the footsteps of the likes of Andrew Dote and co? Yeah, it's, I, I wouldn't mind it. Um, I, I'd like to go down that road. Um, I'd, I'd, li- I'd like to play professional golf uh, for a living. Um, and one of the better ways probably is going through Q school, but you can you can still do that through like a trainee program. Uh, it's it's another one that's pretty tough because you still have to work your your full time hours plus uh, play tournaments and do assignments and stuff like that. So it, there's a lot of different path, pathways there. So it's yeah, it's a bit of a tough one, um, but you just got to keep your head down and keep going for it. What is bringing the dollars in for you these days, mate? What- what are you doing for work? So I'm working in the pro shop at City. Yep. Um, so I see all the faces there. See these boys there, there all the time. So you'd see the Paragon uh, Ute down there very regularly. Oh, yeah. Daily, daily yeah. occurrence. Sees yeah. the disappointment. Councilor's face walking off the 18. <laughs> <laughs> the disappointed faces. And, uh, yeah, yeah. This club's bent. And it's not <laughs> my fault. He's actually got a shaft in there that needs repairing at the moment. He has <laughs> putter shaft, which somehow should have brought it in with you, mate. Yeah. Here comes the putter throw. <laughs> Well, wait, how long have you been involved in golf? Uh, probably 10 years now. Um, when I started high school, I got into golf. Uh, before that, I was playing cricket, basketball, any other sport I was trying to get my hands on. And then started in high school, which which was good because that's the thing. After high school, it was on the way home, go down there for three hours every afternoon after school and get home. And it was a good routine to get in, heaps of practice. Um, it was probably easier to practice back then than it is now, but yeah, quite a while now. Is there a difference you talked about before, just nerves and things like that? Like, you know this course, like the back of your hand, you kn- you'll know it better than most people who turn up there Saturday and Sunday, but the old story of turning up and doing it under that pressure, that competition, how much does that change everything for you when you step up to the tee on the first as opposed to, you know, you've done it a billion times as opposed to when you're going to step up on the tee for the first on Thursday? Yeah, it's. Uh, I remember... My first year, I was nervous the whole first nine, like almost trembling. Uh, second year, first tee shot, I was a bit nervous. Third year, first tee shot, I was a bit nervous. But after that, as soon as you hit that first tee shot and get going, um, it's all kind of business as usual. Uh, there's just a few things you have to worry about because the course is going to be set up different to how you normally play it. Tees are further back, greens are going to be quicker, fairways are probably going to be shorter and tighter. So it's, it's a different, different course really. Mm. Prime example of that, did you see the video, like Ben Eichen, who I see is playing again this year, they put the video on him. And that yeah, that was awesome, wasn't it? Yeah. That's it. That he was mic'd up in that. And he's, it was like he's, uh, he's loved his heart, heart rate. rate. Oh, gee right. whiz. going through the, yeah, through the roof. Like he, he was that nervous, you could see like in that. It was I think great it was video. A, was it um, Ben Walker? Ben was Walker was caddying, caddying for him. Yeah. And I think he was saying, geez, I'm nervous. And, yeah. and the thing things is, like, he's out of his comfort zone, isn't he? That's yeah. the thing. Like put him on a, in a football game, yeah, put him in different, but something, yeah, but something he hadn't done before. Yeah. yeah, and like some of these boys are, you know, that's they play the course, but they're in a completely different environment. Like the pressure is, you know, it's an absolute pressure cooker, isn't it? So, mm. and your goal is to make the cut. Is that that's what you? Is that yeah, um, I find it hard to try to like set a goal of making the cut. I want to try to set a bit of a, a higher goal, so then I can try to achieve something like that. Like I know even par is probably going to be about it, but 
trying to go for being as patient as I can and something like one, two under each nine is, is not a bad score and it's very achievable. Uh, so hopefully, hopefully, yeah, hopefully we're up there after the first couple of rounds. What's, what's the best you've ever lobbed around there? Um, seven under one time and then, yeah, a bunch of like five fours under, four unders. So a couple of them together would be nice then. Yeah, probably, uh, yeah. Seven and a six will do. Yeah, six copper. 65. Yeah, that'd be okay. And being an amateur, you obviously still play off a handicap. What are they giving you these days? Uh, off plus one at the moment, so nudging plus two every now and then. But, um, yeah, plus one consistently. So, it's, uh, yeah, you don't get, to, don't get a chance to win too many comps. I'll tell you what, sure. it's pretty rough when you see some dirty hackers going around with 30 head start. Yeah. <laughs> shooting, still get shooting. Beat. What are they shooting? Forty-eight points and all it's still getting net fifty somethings and and yeah, it makes it tough on you, blokes, doesn't it? I <laughs> don't know. I'm not looking at any direction. <laughs> no, anyway, I, was here, that, but I was thinking that we played there on Saturday, so Steve's off six or seven or two or whatever he's off now. Not enough. Not enough. I've, I was going okay for my handicap. I hit eleven over the last three holes, just fell to pieces, and I still finished what three over my handicap, <laughs> and I shot eleven over the last three holes. It's a rot. I wasn't here. I was criminal. Absolutely, criminal. I did need consoling. I'm coming off course, though. Like not safe, but um, but yeah. But that, that that's what it that's what it comes down to. I suppose now is that you know there's no margin for error in this this level that you're playing at. There's just no margin for error for you if you want to to achieve like those, those sort of scores and what and what you want to do to to compete well in this tournament. Yeah, especially especially at a, a shorter course. Uh, most most of pros they're not going to make many bogeys. There's going to maybe two or three bogeys maximum. You can't you can't have the big numbers on your card. Um, and because, yeah, you, d- you need to be making probably five, six birdies and not make big numbers out there to, to really compete at a, at a place like that. Mm. Who do you think will be some of the players? Like, so people want to come out, and we talk about this, the top-level golf, come out and, and watch yourself, obviously. But who's some of the bigger names out there that you think people, they want to come and see some really good golfers play, to come out and have a look? Yeah, um, like... Uh, Olympian um, Marcus Fraser's playing. Yep. Uh, you got Nick Cullen. You got uh, Peter Fowler. Mm. Those kind of boys. They're going to be all out there giving it a crack. And I reckon oh, the last three years we've had three different Daniels win. So I reckon I reckon we could go four in a row maybe with uh, Daniel Gale or there's there's a few young names out there who who will definitely be up the top there. Is last year's champ come back to defend the title? Um, I believe he is. So yep. that should be good. Another shoey. That's it. Mm, the show yeah, off that's right. <laughs> I think I made the dom of the week, I think. Good on him. Celebrate. Yeah, exactly. How do you think Quinn Croker will, will fare? Obviously, he's, he's qualified there again, as you said, the opportunity. He's obviously a name that we keep hearing about from all different people about the talent that this young kid's got. So he'll be, he'll be out there, boots and all, with it as well. Yeah, I reckon, uh, especially throughout Club Champs, he was very consistent shooting two, three, one, kind of... Around that, I think he had six under total for the four rounds. So, again, he's been, he's had a lot of tournament experience lately over the over his school holidays. So, I definitely I reckon he's going to get be a good shot this year. Um, yeah, I reckon he'll he'll, he'll do pretty well actually. In and terms of with who the, who they pair you up with, it, it, when do you find that out? Is it Thursday morning? You lob up to the course and they say, "Righty, you're playing with Gersk." Uh, so usually draw gets uh, released on Tuesday afternoon after all the qualifiers go in on Monday. Uh, you'll have your marquee groups through the middle part of each morning and afternoon tea time. Uh, usually, they throw all the qualifiers plus some some uh, 
amateurs and stuff like that, usually towards the other, like towards the ends, the early or later times. Um, so in previous years, I've played with a few trainees, a few uh, qualifiers, um, a few top graduate trainees. So you still play with a, a bunch of good players. Um, but yeah, it's always, it's, it'd be good to play with the big names, but it it's definitely, I reckon I'd be pretty nervous though to play with them too. <laughs> I'll be throwing some chat, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so theoretically, mate, on Sunday afternoon, you're up one shot coming down to the 18th. What do you do? You pick, pull the big hooer out of the bag and give it a slap or you, you play it safe? You have, you have to go for it. Um, exactly. That's it. If, you, if, you, if you've got to that point, if you've got to the point that uh, you're leading the tournament coming down the last, you should be pretty confident in how you're hitting it. So pull the big dog out, hit it down the middle and uh, probably make a stylish birdie to win in front of the home crowd. <laughs> Would you rip the shoe off and give us a shoey? I'd probably rip two shoes off and do two shoes. <laughs> yeah. I'll hold you to that. Yeah, yeah. And the other one I think we should give mention, mention it before, but Anthony Timms, isn't it? Great achievements. This is about his second or third year in a row he's qualified for this event through finishing top two in the qualifier. Obviously, the last few years with, with Mark Ryle. So he's been so consistent for a long period of time. So it's a real feather in his cap to, to, to be there and, and to compete against the best again as well. Yeah, of course. Uh, this year was probably one of his standout years. Well, Won match play champs, won zone two, Darling Downs champs, and got through this qualifier. So I reckon we'll look for a good performance from him as well coming into next week. And the Britnells. How long have they been playing for? Next minute, what, the two brothers, next minute Ed's going to be out there having a run <laughs> too, is he? Like, I wonder what we started seeing Matt and Chris playing a lot recently. We were following around yeah. the other day, though, out there in a group. So. How long have they been in the, the pros down there? Like, well, I don't know. How long? Do you know how long the boys been out of school? Now? Pretty much. They was yeah, like. um, I actually saw that. I think Matt did his. It was his twentieth year being a PGA member this year. Mm. So yeah, they've they've been around for quite a while now. Is, is Webby playing in the qualifying? Yeah, he's he's going to qualifying as well. Yeah. So oh, that might be the round I got to watch. There'll be a bit of heckling there, Webby. <laughs> he's actually watching right now. Beautiful. See you out there, Webby. <laughs> so that's the qualif- So the qualifiers on Monday, and they've got all the. Um, Pro-Ams and sponsors oh. events Tuesday, Wednesday. So if the people want to come along and have a look, free? Free of charge. Yeah. Just uh, come down, uh, go to the first or tenth tee. They'll give you a, a tee sheet, um, let you know when everyone's teeing off and just don't get hit by any balls and you'll be fine. I tell you what, it's good. I went and watched a fair bit of it last year and yeah. like these guys are the... A lot of these guys are scratching, just like they're driving around, sleeping in the back of their cars, trying to make ends meet, that, that hope of getting an opportunity to move bigger and better things. But... Mate, the ability that these guys have got, like, it makes you sort of think the guys that are at the top level, like, it's crazy because these guys are unbelievable yeah. when you watch them play. Just belt it where they're trying to hit it yeah. and then, <laughs> like, chip it close and then have a pop for birdie. I was well, like, sort of joke, it's, it's boring. It's pretty easy really. game, really. This game isn't it? is simple. <laughs> it's like, pretty why is simple. It so hard? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It That's right. Like, you must think to yeah. see and then go to the, the next, next level. Like, yeah. since watching the PGA down at Royal Pines and, and this sort of level, I was just like, this is. Yeah. This is boring. They just hit it straight. Yeah, exactly. Boring. Why don't they punch out from under trees and try and swim <laughs> it around the bunker? That's, That's where the skill. real skill in that is skills. Exactly. With a beer in hand, smoking the other. What did uh, what did the winner shoot last year? Nineteen. Um, I think it was like twenty three. Actually, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think he was a little bit in front, and then I must have had like seven or eight under the last day to kind of take the field apart and win by quite a few. So it's fair going, isn't it? Yeah, just mm. carved it up. Yeah, so and if, you know, and then also the other event, if you're looking for something to do with, you know, on a date, Valentine's Day night is the um, putt putt challenge. You'd be in that, wouldn't you? You and the bride. 
No, she's, Valentine's she's Day. Work, no, yeah. she's, he'd have something a bit better than that on, she's, surely. She's working. King of romance. She's I'm working at it. So I've got um, about 30 over on that putt-putt course. <laughs> <laughs> Four in, uh, Is that when you ruined your putter? No, nah, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I used to hire nah. one, so I was respectful of it. <laughs> i tell you what, it did my head in. Like normal putting. So. <laughs> I took the missus down there a while ago. Give her an absolute flogging. Didn't want to go what back. About the golf? <laughs> <laughs> D- didn't want to go back. Hasn't want to go back playing. Well, you can't. You've got to be competitive, haven't you? Like, mm. Oh, well, that'll be on um, Friday. Go down there again. Not a good idea. The pros are down there as well. Well, they have been in past years. I remember when I was down there. That's where I met Chris Tate, who worked that had the same name as the councillor, but wasn't that bloke. Tate, he's on here too. Yeah, he's on. Tate, yeah. you're doing the form for uh, the wet track at Eagle Farm, probably. Tate's tips. You got a tip for him in the seventh? But yeah, so that's all. That, that, so that's happening um, on the Friday night. But as I said, first two rounds are Thursday and Friday. What time? Tea, sun up, the sundown, basically. Uh, pretty big field. So tea times are about six thirty through to last. No, there's a morning field till about eight thirty. Then yep. again, ten thirty through to twelve thirty, and they'll be keep. They'll be going till yeah five o'clock probably. Yeah. So and then and then obviously the cut and then Saturday Sunday the final two rounds and also which is great for. The, the tournament and obviously to remember that it's on Fox and on KO Sports is the last the, the afternoon sessions of the Saturday and the Sunday so Beautiful. that's pretty pretty good as well for the first time that's happening there also so um, so Wade we wish you all the best we we hope that uh, you're through there first two rounds and we'll see you out this Saturday and Sunday competing with the with the big boys and as Steve said what up one coming down the 18th yeah that oh. sounds good I'll see you up caddy? in the marquee uh, just a mate of mine from Brisbane's coming yep. down. Beautiful. Got a scramble team yet? <laughs> uh, I have actually. Sorry, that's cruel. <laughs> yeah, that's coming up as well, isn't it? So <laughs> need someone to carry us. Never, <laughs> never a dull moment. Always an opportunity. But you know, all the best, mate, and, th- and thanks so much for coming in. And, uh, and let's hope that it, it goes well for yourself and all the other local boys that are involved in the tournament. All right, thanks for having me, boys. So Wade Edwards joining us there. So the golf. Remember, qualifying starts on Monday. And then the first round Thursday and goes right through to Sunday afternoon or sort of late Sunday afternoon, we'll have the winner of the PGA. We'll take a break on the semi-pros. Stay with us. At the Southern Hotel, our Sunday steak special has been so popular, we want to offer it on Saturday too. 180 gram rump mignon, 400 gram New York cut T-bone, or a huge 500 gram grain-fed rump. All for just $23.95. It's better at the Southern. Just, just about doing, mate. Surely, there you go, that's outstanding. That much talent running around in our own backyard. Ladies and gentlemen, the semi-pros, the semi-pros. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up, let's go! Plug it. Thanks for joining us back on the semi-pros. Yeah, it'll be fantastic, so it's a little bit ordinary, isn't it, Steve? We can't play next weekend because someone else, some other blokes are on the course. Yeah, I know. I'd have to go up to the uh, other course in town and try and win there. <laughs> Steal some of their dollars up there. But I think the point you made before is right, isn't it? Like when you watch, like I said, I'll go, go another level. I watch, not to, you know, piss in his pocket, I watch Steve play and I'm like, Jesus, he's, how good is this bloke? And then you see like Queensland PGA with the Australian PGA and then as you said, then there's another level to that. Oh, you look at the guys that... Probably the Euro Tour or the qualifiers. I was watching mm. a bit of the like the second in qualifying for a Euro ticket. Then Euros, yeah. like this lot of the Euros are other world class guys too. Then the US and mate, they must be they're just unbelievable. Yeah. And then you see some of those blokes have 
five and six or seven or eight over and around. You think, how tough is yeah. that? Like, what would what would I shoot there? Yeah, exactly. One hundred and fifty watt. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So no, but um, but yeah, no, it'd be good to see Wade down there a bit. So great to see uh, him and a number of other locals with, with the opportunity mm. to, to play in. Jeez, the, he rattled a few off, didn't he? In your home event, yeah, yeah. So. Um, Hopefully it all goes goes quite well, but yeah, now now I know why we see a lot of those blokes out playing a bit more lately. Yeah, and Chris, they were, I was following them in the group the other day, and so out there getting it. But it's your home event, exactly. As you said what before, better, you got plenty pride, of people watching. What better pride to be able to yeah. play in your in your your home city's event? So well, that's something that Wade and a lot of the guys will get to do next week. But yeah, no, so great to have him on the show. Uh, right, Southern Hotel just had a big day there Monday Super Bowl. Did you, you pop there? in, did you? you? There? Yeah. Were you there cheering on the... Who did you support? 49ers, you were right. I had to do some work Monday. I was the sole man that picked the, the champions. Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah. The 49ers defence got picked the, apart. The patterns you were talking about The patterns here. didn't work, did they? No, no, they left the patterns at home on Monday. Talk about it. Tell you what. Taken fit. down the straight. Last oh, quarter, they're up by 11 or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was going to say. Boom. I'll tell you what, though. Take me home. Performance of J-Lo at half-time. Oh, oh my she hasn't God. aged a day, has she? Good what? heavens. I didn't see it, but I kept what? seeing these posts of... Shakira, Shakira. I wish I looked like that when I was 50 and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, <laughs> Jeez, no. I remember I'm crushing her at school. J-Lo? Yeah. Jenny from the block. Jenny from the block, that's it. Don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. I'm still, I'm still <laughs> Jenny from the block. That one. Anyway. Just yeah, have a little now. She got a anyway, Yeah. But she's still Shakira, Jenny. And Shakira, a pair of them. She was. She's still Jenny from the block. Good on yeah. them. Um, God bless them. But yeah, so the Southern, that, they're all happening on, on Monday. All down there? Uh, thanks to the Southern for supporting us here. They sponsor our next segment. I love this segment. The shot clock, 24 seconds. What have we got today? What topics are coming up? I don't know what they are. Okay. Right, AJ, you can start it. So, tennis just finished. We saw Australian Open, Novak Djokovic. Belted his way towards his eighth Australian Open. Absolutely dismantled Federer. I was saying, well, is, is Gibbsy on? Jason Gibbs? He's like that. I said, mate, did you not see the semi final? He's just made Roger look like. Roger was crook. Yeah, but, oh, jeez, he's Roger. But anyway. He's got Roger's measure. Yeah, doesn't he? Anyway, so that's, that's the first question. So, Southern Hotel shot clock. Is Novak Djokovic the undisputed king of men's tennis? Nope. Nah. Still a fair way behind the the top two in Rafa and Rog. A fair way. What's he, what's he three? He's, he's three. He's about he's about one year off it, I reckon. Nah. So he's not the best. No, the question say is he's not the best player in men's tennis right now. Right now, what's he ranked in the world? One. One now. Is he in one now? Yeah. Nah. Can't cop the bloke. Oh, it means he can't play tennis. Yeah. No. Hey, uh, Time is not Wait, up. I tell you, I said it last <laughs> week. Zarev and Young Theum, the two. Up and comers. Well, that's that, not the they, question. I don't care. It's <laughs> not Mate, the question. He's only good in Australia. It's oh. <laughs> like they always bag Nadal, <laughs> mate. He's only good in France. 24 seconds. <laughs> You're off. Gursky? Yeah. Yeah, he's back to where he was before he got injured. He was dominating Nadal and Federer before he got injured. Uh, now he's come back. He's probably not quite back to where he was, and he's, he's dominating him again. Um, he's the best player at the moment, for sure. And he's number one again. Number one for me... Love him or hate him, he's still the best at the moment. Steve? Yep, he's the king. Current time, he's just like Federer, I think, as we said before, and I think he might yeah. be on the down slide. These up-and-comers you speak of, they, exactly as we thought, the, uh, the occasion got to them. He uh, should have put him away, team, and if he was a bit more seasoned, maybe he would, but Djokovic, 
I don't know how he won that final still. He just hung in. He looked gone. He looked like he'd spat the mm. dummy, but he got home. So it uh, takes a special talent to be able to do that. So at the moment, he's going to be hard to beat, and he'll be hard to beat everywhere. No doubt about so, it. So, there you go. Right, eh? The your answer. In your 24 seconds or thereabouts. Mm. He, by a mile, he's that far in front of the other two right now that it's not a contest. He'll go part. He's on so a you're, whole you're, new he'll level. Beat, he'll beat Nadal in France, will he? He's just a probably wouldn't put Good it past him. him. I know he's a freak, obviously on the clay. So, but he's he is unbelievable. I reckon. I was saying to you boys the other day, they're all going to end up at some stage on twenty. Nadal will win the French again. He'll go to twenty. Roger will be on twenty, and I'm telling you, Djokovic will be win a few, and they'll all end up on twenty. Then, Wimbledon in the US. Yeah, and then Djokovic will end 20, up 20 and they're all on 20. He'll go to 25 probably or something. He'll, he'll go 23, 23. Hope sure. not. Hope not. Yeah. Doesn't deserve it. He's a goose. Doesn't yeah, deserve well, it. Doesn't work hard enough. Is that the problem? He's just a retard. <laughs> tell you what, he, yeah, he went, looked pretty good the other one. So anyway, so that's a look. That's a week, that was our question. I think we got a poll there for you as well. Share your thoughts. Is Djokovic the king? Righto. Southern Hotel shot clock. Now, they finally, after all of the backwards and forwardsing, how many rounds, no rematch clauses, no this, no that, where's it going to be, who gets the money, Horn and Zoo, they've signed on the dotted line, it's going to happen April 22, venue TBA, biggest domestic fight in Australia since Danny Green v Anthony Mundine won. Past versus future, present versus future, whatever you want to, whatever you want to call it. Um... Massive event. They said it'll generate... They reckon it'll generate $5 million. Just a big call, isn't it? So, a lot of money. Anyway, question. Southern Hotel Shock Club. Who wins the fight? Who wins? Horn or Zoo? Joel? What weight? Super Welter or whatever they're fighting at. <sighs> Light middle, whatever you want to call it. Mm. I'm going Horn. He's... Um, every time I've tipped against him, he's... <laughs> but for when Zarafa upset him, when I... Bit of a plug here for myself, when I give us... Little shout out at six dollar odds, Zarafa, the first time when he beat him. But uh, he he just proves time and time again, like it doesn't matter what they do, he just <laughs> he just keeps proving them wrong. If he so, if so he horn, yeah, I'm going horn. Uh, I'm going zoo, up and comer. Uh, he's got a lot more room for improvement, I think. And I think that last last fight could have taken a bit out of horn. Um, and whether he's got that passion like he did have. We'll we'll, uh, we'll find out, but I think Zoo's uh, yeah, he's on the way up. I think he's gonna uh, he'll take Horn. So you're in the young gun. Right. Yeah. So there's another vote for Tim Zoo 2.0. Steve Zoo Horn Zoo. It's got more to look forward to. Hungrier. He'll beat him convincingly. <laughs> <laughs> what round? Probably two. <laughs> two point oh and two. TT, two. Uh, I like a statement. Yeah. So you're in the zoo camp? Right, Okay. So what's that? Who are you with? Horn. I'm on the Hornet. And two zoo ones. I'm on zoo. I got no idea. It's I a bit d- like I that. No it's a, yeah, it's 100% like that. It's a simple case of if zoo, in all due respect, has not fought anyone. Fought anyone of the calibre of Horn. You got to remember, like, Horn's fought Crawford. I know he keeps rolling out Pacquiao, but he did. He beat him. He, he beat him fair and square. And Pacquiao's gone on one world title since. So I thought maybe Pacquiao was finished then when he rolled him, but he's yeah. proven that wrong. But even you look at that Rico Mueller, all these other blokes he's fought, all those blokes would be better than anyone that Zeus faced. 100%. 100%. But, you know. Rise like the challenge, but. I think Troy, exactly. and I think Troy exactly. hit the nail on the head. That, old, that, that, that last fight, 
Could have taken a lot it. out of him. And that, that's a big thing in boxing when they, that was they a, can get old overnight just that like that. was a brutal... Oh. Well, the two of them, really. The, the two fights he's had with Zarafa. Yeah. So I, I reckon if, if the money wasn't on the table and the opportunity to seize on it now wasn't there, they would have been looking at an easier... It's a violation, mate. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, done. Next. You're right. Um, speaking of violations, so NBA All-Star, they pick the teams and all that sort of stuff. There's always someone who's hard done by. Who is the hardest done by that missed out on All-Star selection? Joel? Um, the man that was the MVP that's putting up better numbers than he was when he was the MVP, little Derek Rose. Thought he was a bit stiff to miss out. Old D Rose, kissed by a rose. He's just putting up better numbers than he was MVP. Haven't he? Yeah, he has been. No, couldn't have been. He Stop was hundred percent. Was <laughs> <laughs> he was putting up? It might have been going back a month now, but he certainly was. No, he was for putting about, up bigger numbers than LeBron. Games. Like that season, he put up. Big numbers in LeBron, I think, when he got MVP. Or Regardless, to it. D Rose, <laughs> yeah. Stiff, D- <laughs> yeah, Rose, Booker, Devin. Uh, Twenty. What's he averaging here? Twenty-seven point one a game, six and a half assists, and uh, shooting at sixty-three point four. Not bad numbers, then. Can't get a spot. See you later. So yeah, he's having a cracking season. Teams kind of slid a little bit, which might be why he's missed out, but. Um, a He's little the one bit. that slid. Yeah. How they slide? They had they no downslope oh, to go down. A, they had a bit of a rise for a while, and that yeah. But yeah, yeah no, he's having, a, he's having a cracking season. Give Aaron Baines an all-star spot then. <laughs> all right, on make You're right, Steve. You're on. Who's unlucky? This guy's unlucky because Milwaukee Bucks are on the way to be the third team in history to have seventy wins. Eric Bledsoe, they were missing a guard. He stood up. 15.5 points, 4.5 rebounds, 5.2 assists. They're 43-7 and seven at the moment. And he's only playing 26 minutes a game. So give him the minutes that these superstars are getting and he would be probably the MVP. Do you reckon they'll have a 70? 70 season? It could be whoever's, who's on the show next week. There's a question. Will the Bucks mm. do 70? Um, I went Bradley Beal, Dollar Beal. Putting up unbelievable mm. numbers. 28.6, 6.3 assists per game. Is that what he's putting on? Mm. Yeah. And the rest, oh, the rest of the team are doing nothing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the problem. Otherwise, he would have been. Yeah. But is is your team winning got anything to do with All-Star nah, selection? No, that's right. Do. Seems to, but doesn't it? Yeah, it shouldn't. Lonzo Ball's stiff to miss too. <laughs> Lamello as well. Um, next question. Uh, who wins the BBL final? Now, the semi-final. Tonight. So, so Sydney. It's on now, isn't it? Sydney yeah. Sixers. Uh, are hosting, apparently. Yep. They're home and host. They're hosting it, if they get on with all the uh, the wet weather, et cetera, et cetera. They'll be hoping that, aren't they? They win yeah, it anyway, tonight, don't they? So tonight's the Melbourne, Star, Melbourne the Stars v... and the other Sydney team. Thunder. Yeah, Thunder. Righto. So who wins the BBL final? Sixers and an all-Sydney final. Yeah. Sticking with them. Tipped them last week. So Riding the wave. So Sixer six... for life, baby. <laughs> so Sixers to roll the Thunder. Yep. All-Sydney final. Yeah, right. Five overs. Five <laughs> over game. That's the thing. Like, who knows what sort of game we're leaving out, if there will be any game. Whether, you know, there's all sorts of things going This on. is the easiest selection ever. Okay. Go on. Sixes. Good boy. No contest. Duckworth Lewis. Do you know why? Because it will be no contest. They won't play. It'll rain. And they win. That's how it works. They win, yeah. yeah get on now. What are, the good sixes, comp? what are the Sixes paying to win the comp? Whatever they're paying, get on them. They can't lose. Yeah. Won't play. Watch this. That's not a bad idea there. <laughs> <laughs> what if, would there be a loophole to, to win the BBL? Then 
That's they'd probably close that market now. It'd be yeah. win the grand final. So, yeah. Yeah. better get on there and have a look. <laughs> yeah. Put the house right on them. Yeah. They get rolled into yeah. FOMO. Where have we got it? <laughs> Eleven cities. Mm. Short and tight. I'll you tell you what. Well, if if they do get on, I'm going to go with the Thunder just because. Sixers have had the one game in however long it's been since the season finished. What's that, week and a half? Thunder have played the Eliminator. They won that. They won the knockout. They've got momentum moving forward. Like 2020, anyone can beat anyone. And I'd rather be going in off the back of a couple of wins pretty recently than having a break and coming out. So that's it. Thunder. Thunder. Oh, well, just to be different then. So I'll go, I'll go with the green fellas. What are they? Stars. Melbourne. They're dollar thirty six to win the game now. The old stars. They love a choke, Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, they got yeah, that out straight, of the way. Yeah, they got that out of the way. Straight sets. They got that out of the way last week. Now they haven't got it out of the way for the last nine years. <laughs> this season, I'm talking about this season. They got that out of the way last week. They'll bounce back. Maxwell will score a thousand runs, and Stoinis does he play for them? Yeah, he'll score. He'll be dark or not, not going to. Where is he off to? He missed out. Yeah. What okay. is the score? Someone's old Hutto has just said uh, Stoinis, Stoinis is carving, carving them up. So must be there you go. slapping them around a bit. So that's, there we go. Righto. Next question. See this during the week. So Danny Nicolik, champion jockey. He was my favourite jockey. Years champion. Ago. He um, what did he win? He won a Caulfield Cup on Mummify. He won anyway. He won a lot of Group Ones. He's a very good jockey. But good he's punner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's had his share of indiscretions in recent times. And well, not recent. Yeah, it's been out since twenty twelve, hasn't he? Yeah, well, since long, then. long time. Yeah, since then. Well, yeah. It seems to be... And he's tried to... He, he went to Victoria to try to get licensed. Yeah. They said no. He went to New South Wales. They said no. He went to Queensland. Apparently he was going to try and ride up like up north in town. Let him in. Yeah. Jeez, he'd carve him up there, wouldn't he? Imagine him riding around towns on that on a Tuesday or whenever they race. But anyway, so... so But there seems to be quite a thing at the moment that he just... They just deem he is an improper person to hold a licence, which any racing jurisdiction has the... Um, right, right to refuse, to yeah. To refuse, but as I read an article during the week actually written by Steve Brassel and he sort of said, well, there's more to this story, obviously. like They, they keep saying that he's not, like it's almost like they're not saying why he hasn't been granted a licence. But he just, like it's just, all, just, it's just keeps being. It's a closed sign. Yeah, Everywhere basically. he goes. And they've sort of used examples where they've said, well, there's, there's a, I don't know, there's a, there's a bloke back now riding track work who was convicted of murder. He went to jail, did his time, he's out. Jason Piper. The oh, pipe, the pipe, pipe, yeah. the, the pipe, pipe, rowdy, yeah. So he's apparently so. Yeah. Anyway, so question: Danny Nicolik, does he deserve a jockey's license? Yeah, give him a go. <laughs> As he said in that article, I think it was the headline, wasn't it? I don't give claim to be go. a, I don't claim to be a choir boy. All I want's a fair go. If uh, if that's the case, like you say, that there's a bloke who's who's done his time and uh, whatever have you been, you know, put there in the cells oh. and he's come back riding track work. That's uh, you're our fair, you're that's our a fair precedence to bloody. You're our resident legal man, is there? Mate, I, I don't know the old curic or whatever it is jurisdiction. I unfortunately, think everybody does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, but, no, but uh, I, I think he deserves a fair go. Yeah, give him a go. Give him a license, Bob's. Bring him back. Exactly. He's done his time. What's, what did you say? It was 2012. Well, give him a bit of t- like, or tell him a specified amount of time then. Yeah. They're going to ban him. Or say you've got You've life. got a life ban. Just come out and say it. There's That's been right. some blokes that have done some pretty bad things in racing at times. And Fair few they're back involved. Themselves. Back yeah. involved. Damien Oliver. Uh, as a so trainer. Young, young months. 
He did a few things that weren't pretty right. He's back in, in the game. Give him a go. Bring him back. Let's get it happening. Let's get Denny back. Hashtag Nicolick in. Steve. Yeah, give him a go. I'll give sort of Kurik a tip. If they're going to rub out any improper person out of the racing industry, we're going to be running horses around like greyhounds. That's right. They'll have no one to sit on their back. <laughs> She's not we'll the cleanest sport. monkeys involved. I don't think it's ever, ever proclaimed to be the cleanest sport, has it? No. no. It's a bit like cycling. I think he's got on the wrong side of a few people with a bit of authority, Danny, and uh, he's copped it hard. But, um, yeah, get him back. Give him a go. Just let him know which one he's hooking. <laughs> Tweeted or something. Yeah. <laughs> Give us like a wave out of the yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, Nicholas trying his whip out of the out of the, <laughs> out of the gates. <laughs> That's all I asked. All I asked is just a little bit of inside. It's funny a rot if you're not involved in it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, I I just want to know why he's obviously, as I said, he's got a life band. There's there's obviously there's something some, underlying, isn't there? Yeah, it has to mm. be. There has to be. Big juicy story, I reckon. And yeah. oh, we want to hear it. So, mm. Danny, you hearing us? We should get him on. So we'll, we'll give Mate, you... Mate, we'll open mic, brother. Uh, they'll say, we've got legal representation here for you. <laughs> It'll cost him. <laughs> Jeez, I'll tell you what. He said he, he reckons he's paid over $2 million fighting this. In legal fees. Oh, they're, they're, they're criminals themselves, those lawyers, <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> criminals themselves. <laughs> but that's what he said, $2 million. Someone's got a Someone's got the lot anyway. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so... Anyway, so we'll see. So, I don't know, can you go to South Australia, Tasmania? So, Victoria, no, New South Wales, no, now Queensland, no. They've Send him up to Darwin. Carl Spry. Killer Carl Spry. Yeah. Woody will. The Packer will. Yeah, 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 you know. Uh, get him going out there. So, up there even. So, good luck to him. But anyway, that's a look at that segment. That's a look at our shot clock. Thanks to the Southern Hotel. Pop down and see the team there at the Southern. Thank you for supporting us here on the Semi Pros. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to have a look at our. Hogan's Family Jewelers, Rocks and Diamonds, and our losers slash winners of the week. We haven't got a winner yet. Toowoomba Together wants to break the silence by empowering our sporting clubs to join together and embed social change. Do we accept abusing players or officials? Not in our club. Do we accept verbal, physical or mental abuse towards women, men or our kids? Not in our club. Do we accept foul language? Not in our club. Not in our club. Not, Not in, in our, our club. club. Hi guys, Lockie here from Hogan's Family Jewelers. Today we're looking at how you select a perfect diamond. We need to consider the four C's. Cut, colour, clarity and carat weight. In terms of discussing the cut of a diamond, we need to consider the aspects of the qualities of cut. At Hogan's, we only source triple excellent cut diamonds. In terms of colour, we look for the perfect white stone. We source stones from a D through to a G in colour, the top four colour gradings. Clarity is another really important factor in selecting your diamond. We don't want to look at the diamond every day and see inclusions or marks in the stones that distract from the beauty of the piece. The final of the four C's is carat weight. A lot of people believe that a diamond's value is based just on its carat weight. This isn't truly the case. It's a combination of all the four C's put together. There's one final hidden factor that I need to discuss about finding the perfect diamond. It's called fluorescence. When she wears the ring in natural sunlight, UV light, where the diamond is supposed to sparkle at its optimum level, you don't want any reaction. You don't want the diamond to go foggy or a milky colour or even an 
a little neon blue sort of tinge through the diamond. This is why we only sell nil fluorescence diamonds and make sure that that diamond stays crystal clear whether you're indoors or outdoors, there'll be no reaction to natural sunlight. Fluorescence is one of the largest factors of devaluing a diamond. Be careful, out there you might find diamonds that seem cheap, but truly they're going to be cheap for a reason. At Hogan's, we prefer our clients to experience superior quality diamonds. We only source the highest grade of GIA certified diamonds. That's the Gemological Institute of America, the harshest grading lab in the world. Some of you may have done some research on diamonds before and may fully understand the four C's. But if not, we've got knowledgeable staff that will help you and guide you through selecting the perfect diamond. At the end of the day, it's all about quality and at Hogan's, we prefer quality. Show thanks to Hogan's Family Jewelers and congratulations to Hogan's Family Jewelers. Well, they see that day proud to announce that they've been named the finalists in the jewelry category for the 2020. Wish this post one open for me, but they, they're in, it's on the Facebook page, so I put up there. So, congratulations to them. So, they got a nomination there for that. So, all the best, Lockie Hogan and the team there. Rocks and Diamonds presented by Hogan's Family Jewelers. Rock of the Week. Joel, what, you, what have you uh, come up with? Mates, it's uh, fitting that we uh, had the Not in Our Club. Come on before, because uh, your man, Tank, Javonna D.V. Davis. If you haven't seen it, oh, oh, disgraceful. That's 7 million views or something they said on social media. Have have you you boys seen it? No. He's at a basketball game somewhere. Charity basketball Charity, and there's a, a, I presume it's his girlfriend. the mother of his child. Yeah, and he's come up to her in the front row and grabbed her around the throat and just dragged her out straight out of the stadium. What happened? Where's it going? Oh, he had to, I don't know. Didn't find out the details, mate. But um, something upset the big fella. But anyway, yeah. that's just not on that. That's just absolute garbage and disgraceful behaviour. Never been a fan of the old uh, the Tank Davis. He's a Mayweather wannabe, but he hasn't got the the tools to go with it. I don't think. But uh, he certainly he's certainly following Mayweather's lead there. <laughs> with that sort of behaviour, anyway. But uh, that's rock of the week for me. Yeah, good nomination, Troy. Um, I've got this absolute goose. ESPN commentator Tony Kornheiser. So he got asked the other day on, you know, the topic we said before about Federer and Nadal and Djokovic. He got asked about Djokovic, whether he is up there with the other two. And he said that he's nowhere near the other two. He's way, way, way behind because here's what he said. Djokovic is padding his record by beating old men like Nadal and Federer. Well, <laughs> I agree with him. Yeah, well, come on, mate. And, and he's gone on to say that When's the last time anyone, bar those three, won a... I had that, they've won 53 of the last 61 <laughs> Serious? It was, yeah, it was absolutely ridiculous. What about your man, Goran Ivan? I think Safin was in there, won the Aussie Open. There was... Um, Aaron Safin, wow. Gee whiz. That is a long Dopo- time ago. Del Potro had won one or Martin two. Martin Del Potro. Andy Murray won something. Murray, won, won a couple. Murray only won two or three, and that was it. They've won, won the rest. I think he won Wimbledon, did he? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, but for any guy, say that, and, he, and he's saying that you know that that the Australian Open is is a nothing tournament. He's won eight or nine. He's saying it's a low tournament. Uh, the US Open because he's American. Obviously, the US <laughs> is number one. Wimbledon comes in a, a, a distant second, and, and then there's the French and the Australian. So, 
What is what is the number one? You reckon? Well, there isn't. They're all four majors. They're all equal. They're majors. But know? come on, there's got to be a one. Oh, In your opinion, Wimbledon's got the I reckon the history. Wimbledon, surely, yeah, Wimbledon. but but you know, and from from to say this, and from to say that he's padding it by by having by winning eight or nine. What what's he won? Australian eight or nine? Eight. Nadal's won thirteen or something French. Yeah. Federer's won eight or nine Wimbledon, so they're yeah. all got so their Federer's the best. Is what you're saying, he's won the best tournament eight or nine times. What you just said, the most prestigious tournament, he's won eight or nine times. Yes, but yeah, what a goose. So yeah, get in the bin. Fair enough, Stephen. What do you got? He's got the big grin he's got here. He must have a doozy here. Oh, I just found a cracker. He's like a Cheshire cat. Exactly. FA Cup. I think I'll give an FA Cup. Yeah, he's going to roast it. Yeah, this one's a good one. English Spectator. Odd. Took his football (laughs) celebrations to a whole new level. Alan St. Maximin's late FA Cup winner at Oxford. So, he's in the crowd. Got pretty excited here. (laughs) And, like, I've seen some crazy celebrations go on, the old high-five, the old slap on the butt, all that sort of willy-nilly stuff that goes on. But this young fan has dropped the strides. <laughs> on the camera, too. Yeah, yep. Uh, what's made it better? The electronic advertising hoarding board was displaying an advert for Viagra at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so he's dropped the strides, ripped out the willy, and given the old-fashioned helicopter, yeah, a helicopter around around. He started winding Jeez, it was good, too. Wind her up. I'll tell you, one, you've got is to be a confident bloke to do that to start with. But is this your rock or diamond of the week? Rock of the week. I reckon it's diamond material. It's diamond material. Did he have a fair helicopter or what? Oh, yeah. Had a fair bit of wind behind her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he started, his feet got, off the, feet got off the ground. But anyway, yeah, so, uh, this, yeah. Co-commenter, something special could be happening here, and that's right out of the top drawer. So, <laughs> <laughs> out of the top button, there you go. Say the old helicopter. Helicopter, <laughs> like I don't know. It's probably more sensible ways to celebrate, but <laughs> that ain't one. It was unique. Has he, has he got? Did he get like fined or censored or like barred or? It wasn't censored. It was all live. Yeah, no, was, yes, he's just oh, run sorry, down sorry. the stairs. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, just no, no, no. no. Well, they showed the lot. Yeah. Sorry, probably wrong choice of words. I just mean, has he been like, has he copped some form of infringement for his uh, action? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. He's come over, like the go- old mate scored the goal, and he's come running yeah. over there, and then old mate's come <laughs> down the stairs, so the camera's like looking at him celebrating the goal, and here he is just in the ball <laughs> front. I would have made that the diamond of the week. That's an absolute doozy, that. The chopper. <laughs> Look it up. We'll, we'll put it on the page. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, on news.com. It's blurred out. I'll tell you what, it's a pretty big blurry bit. <laughs> <laughs> Massive big sensor across it. <laughs> so, that, so the helicopter's your... Uh, yeah, rock of the week. Rock of the week. Oh, God. Good one. What have I got? I'm, I'm on the line of um, Bubs with Bag and ESPN commentators. Skip Bayless. You know, they always got to say something. Him and Stephen A, they've got to always come up with something. Skip Bayless was trying to... Mount some argument that the Lakers don't have a closer, and Kyle Kuzma is the best closer that they've got. LeBron or AD, like, I was just like, doesn't LeBron close before? No, yeah. apparently, well, a few times, I think. Like he's like he was sort of basically he was mounting an argument why, as he said, like Kyle Kuzma is their closer. He's he's cold blooded. Think LeBron closed. He was the only uh, one state three one down <laughs> once, didn't he? <laughs> Like Cole Kuzma was the only one they were talking about on the trade block for the Lakers. Yeah. Because so he's the only one with value. Because he's a closer. Because of his retirement village. 
But that's what that's what Skip saying that they they can't get rid of Kuzma. He said, but in his way, he carried on as well, and he's probably right because hence why because LeBron runs the show as we know. But he just mm. said, you know, he's not in the clique in the hood. Yeah, the clique. He's not mm. in the clutch clique and all the rest of it with Davis and. What the other Ryan commentator are. say? Oh, I think they're just basically sort of similar response to what we've given. Like you know, switch on. Come on, man. <laughs> I don't know if Skip Bayless runs his Twitter, at Skip Bayless, but he says some stupid things. I know. Remember when he went for that whole period where he wouldn't call Kawhi Leonard because he's a Spurs fan, he just kept referring to him as number two because he was <laughs> dirty on him for what he did to the Spurs. He just kept calling him number two. That's nice. Good one, Skip. Yeah, mm. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hogan's Family Jewelers rocks the diamonds. Diamond of the week. A lot to follow on from. What do you got, Diamond of the Week? Diamond of the Week. I've got um, a lad that went to... Uh, he's, a, he's an Aussie boy playing for England. Uh, yep. He went to school at uh, TSS. Good mates with his brother, old Rory Hayne. But uh, Sammy Hayne, playing for England, eh? Now, Bubs, you know a bit more about this than I do, but um, well, he's knocked 122 not out in a man and match performance against Cricket Australia 11. Yeah, against Cricket Australia 11. Yeah, so he's in the, in the England Lions team, which is their second... Like England A sort of thing, yeah. <laughs> England A. So he's, yeah, probably not far off... He keeps getting a few of those scores, getting a crack. Mm. So he's a Gold Coast boy that plays for uh, England. Plays for England. Yeah, I think he's their old boy played uh, England rugby a eh? back in the day. So the Hain family, yeah, the Hain plane, Sammy Hain. So he'll be like 122 not out in the man of the match. Bloke's name. His dad was a teacher at Harris. Grant Jones. Grant yeah. Jones. He was keeper for England. I played against yeah. with with against Grant. Yeah, he was a stock standard cricketer. Yeah, and he's yeah. still a stock town of cricket when he played for England too. Yeah, as keeper. Yeah, in yeah. the Ashes, like at the height of when they had really good teams. When he looked out of place playing second grade in Brisbane, same time he was playing for England. That's the type of player he was, wasn't Flash? Yeah. yeah, and he was the keeper. He came out whether it was I can't remember if it was the, the a home Ashes as for them or out here. I think it was out here actually. No, he played Nick the one two thousand and four when they beat us. He was their keeper. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So good on him. Yeah. So a bit of luck. Sammy might end up there as well. So yep. yeah. 122 not out. Sammy Hayne, man of the match. Bubs, what are you nominating? As um, I was going to go one that Steve's got, so I'll go something different. Um, what, the helicopter? This <laughs> <laughs> place. <Yes. laughs> no, I'll go Sports Day and Downs. I've got their awards dinner on Saturday are you night. You're going, eh? Uh, no, I'm unavailable Saturday. Oh, okay. James will be there on the mic, I'd say. but um, The roving mic? I think we spoke about this last year. They gave away over a million dollars worth of... Money to local athletes, uh, doing great stuff, um, getting people, local athletes to uh, chase their dreams and throw a few dollars in their back pocket to help them do it. So, yeah, Sports Day and Downs, hats off to you Saturday night. Get down there if you want to see some good athletes getting some awards. Entertainment plus. Yes, with you on the mic. That's S- entertainment. Speed painter. You hosting? No. Oh. He'll be doing some stuff. He'll be on the mic for sure. He can't help himself. Try roving Mike or something. Steve, yeah. what do you come up with? I got uh, a bit to follow on from. Yeah, but this one, this one will top that easy. So we heard <laughs> her on the show before. Georgia Vol. I thought you were going to take mine, but yeah, keep going. No, so she's playing in, into cricket when we had her on cricket rugby league, budding superstar coming through. So a little bit about a season. She's she's playing for Sandgate Redcliffe uh, in the Premier League. So the Catherine Raymond Shield. Um, and what is she now? 17? 16, 17, 18? Mm. 16 yeah, or 17? 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17, 17
basically the highest you can get without playing the, the national competition. So 119 versus Gold Coast, 101 versus UQ. Took a fiver against UQ too. And she was rewarded earlier in the week with her debut for the Queensland Fire in the 2020. I think it was against Victoria. She didn't get any runs. Opened the batting and didn't get, I think, LBW for three or something like that. But anyway, two for 11 off three. But on debut, 17-year-old, massive future in the game. We see women's cricket flying and she'll... Uh, she'll be a part of that. Oh, for sure. Like, she hopefully see her sort of cement her spot uh, regularly in that fire team and she can continue to uh, take her premier grade performances there. Who knows? You won't see her uh, up in there in the... What are the Australian chicks call themselves? Australia. Australia. Don't have a nickname? Cricket Rose or something. No. Yeah. So what's the what's the Cricket Burrows. What's the, <laughs> what's the, what's the Australian men's? What are they? I don't know. Australian cricket team. Yeah. So men's cricket team. <laughs> yeah, so Australian women's cricket team. Uh, it's original. So that's taken by the <laughs> Australian <laughs> men indoors. So what do you the what do you, what do you double the Cricket Burrows? What's something in that? Let the exactly <laughs> Cricket Rose. The, the cricket and the men are the Cricket Rose. Cricket Rose, yeah. Good day. <laughs> the Cricket Burrows. <laughs> the Cricket Bats. Would that yeah. be all yeah. fitting? But anyway, no, all serious. Georgia Vols absolutely flying, so uh, playing down there. And there's a there's a fair few of the local girls in mm. Toowoomba playing in that Premier Grade yeah, competition. Well. We've got some real good yeah, yeah, girls Anderson's coming through. playing there for, yeah. you, for the UQ team and uh, a plethora more. So we, it goes to show the strength of what we've got locally. Yep. Women's cricket and going down there and there's some a lot of people doing a lot of things. Justin Anderson and I think Anthony That's Clark. hats off to... The Toowoomba girls getting a comp going earlier than yep. other regions sure. did. Yep. And they're uh, reaping rewards now. Seeing the players that are coming through. Yeah, so I, when you said that on the show before, I thought you were going to take mine. I had I noticed during the week, my diamond of the week, Alicia Newman, the referee, she was she refereed. She's the first, first ever. ever female to referee a male international hockey game. It was there also the 50th international game. that. So um, that's got to be obviously a... Uh, yeah, well, one, it is a feather in a cap, but hopefully that puts her in... Um, That'll be a 4X gold lead uh, question down the track. Who was the first female... Who was the first female uh, referee of a men's... We'll know the answer. Exactly. So, And you'd think getting that appointment, they have to put her in good stead for... She's obviously hoping to... Go to the Olympics, wasn't she? Yeah, yeah. So she's going to the Olympics, but see what sort of games she gets. So, yeah, so congratulations to her. She, she's one of the... Um, she's one of the... Nominees, nominees in the yeah. Just got a viewer comment come through here. There's no nickname to promote equality with the men's team. Mm. Good one from the Mrs. Bubbler there. Very, Very good. informative. Let's see him face Stark. <laughs> <laughs> what's that got to do with the name? <laughs> what's that got to do with the name? It's equality. They play against the same bowlers. Here we go. Well, Let's start some. Healy. Old Healy. 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 Faces him every night when they go to bed, oh, probably. That's <laughs> a bat. That'll do. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, you could dig yourself out of this hole. Yeah. It's not now. Not bigger. Get in it. It's got nothing. Anyway, uh, let's leave it there. So um, let's pick a loser for the week. We're 0 from about 48. Are we really owed? Yeah, we haven't got one. We've on the got board one yet. collect, and that was because mine was scratched. That doesn't right really count. Okay, let's let's do you this. You go, Troy. What do you got? Let's do this. Let's get the moldy this week. Right, I'll kick us off. Uh, Melbourne race eight, number three, scales of justice. To win the ore. To win the ore. It's about two dollars eighty. Get on now because it'll be a dollar fifty. Probably not, but who knows? <laughs> but no, yep, I think it'll win. Scales of justice, Melbourne race eight, number three.
No, no. Joel? Who's? I'm staying down in uh, Caulfield as well. Caulfield race five. This has been a real good horse for us, this horse. Race five, number one, microphone. Three-year-old Colt. Well back first up. Didn't get the chockies down there at Mooney Valley. If it doesn't win this race, it'll never win again. Jeez. Oh, well, I'm serious. If it doesn't what win this race, it? it'll, it'll never, never win, win again. again. Correct. It's uh, three, three or something, 340, I think. Yeah, it might be... Yeah, let's have a look. Anyway. 320 you'll get. If it doesn't win this race, it'll never win a race again. Yep. No, I think it's a good Put him in the sweep. sea. If he doesn't win today, he goes in the ocean. Right. Well, Melbourne, race still, five, number one. He's still got his manhood, so... Yeah, he's a fair breeder. I think it's a cult, isn't it? Yeah, it's a cult. Yeah. One of group one. Well, he's back to his own... Second in the slipper. Back to his, No, he's back to his own grade. Like, he's, he was bumping into last start. Your horse, you mentioned there, Scales of Justice, Hey Doc. Yeah. Be good age. to your mother. Open age sprinters. Comes back to a set weights three-year-old race. At fourteen hundred, where he's been exceptional. He won the size at fourteen hundred. We absolutely bolted in. If he, if this, this is it's 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 crossroads time. Seems like a good bet, doesn't it? He can run on any track too. No, but but no, but that's the thing. He might he might just be not there. That's the thing. That's why I think he's racing in this race. They want to, you know, he's he should at his best. He just wins. Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree more. Race uh, five, number one. But he might. <laughs> That's why I've tipped it. But he mightn't be at his best. That's why he's that price. They, they backed him well first up. I'll give you the red eye. Exactly. Yeah, but then he drifted late. So someone was keen, and so. someone wasn't. They laid him. <laughs> Obviously laid him first up, which is good. So da- da- second up, Danny. What's his <laughs> second up form like? Hey, unbelievable. <laughs> what it's like. Okay, so who, who's that's you, Steve? You're on. Yep, I got one, and this will win. <laughs> I tell you what, Steve's been the closest to the click yeah. last week. Oh, this will win. I think this is a good horse, and he doesn't have his agates left. He got them cut out, <laughs> and once he's got them removed, he's gone two wins from three starts. Going to go Brisbane race eight, number two, Snow Zone. Very well related horse uh, from a good family. Likes the wet, likes to sting out. He'll get those conditions. Absolutely, give him a bath. Have a the other just day. shellacked him at Dooman last start. On a Thursday. It was a Thursday a few weeks ago. Thursday. Snitzel Snowdrift. It would have been a nice expensive buy, this horse. Mm. Snowland. I'm pretty sure it's related to Snowland, Those oh, okay. uh, that family. It'll win. <laughs> what price have we got? Four It'll bucks. win. Beautiful. It'll win. It's going to be a nice little multi, this. Oh, no. we need a bit of Especially when James tries his oh, yeah. $30. This dollar thing's nice at 50 to ones. Yep. I'm going to do exactly that. Uh, Courtfield. Race two, number two. How well made it? No way. Two dollars seventy. Race. It is number five. Score. Thirteen dollars. Race five, number one. No, race two, number five. Sorry, I closed the phone and like a microphone drops off. I'll look it up again. Race two, number five. Score. Johnny Sadler. Correct. Old flog. <laughs> <laughs> that race, I think, will suit it. There's good. There's a few there that are uh, on the up, but and have a have. Don't normally do this. Have a saver on the shark bite coloured horse. What's its name? South Bank or something? Saver. <laughs> and then have a look at yourself in the mirror. <laughs> did, you, did you just swear it, Stephen? That's why I just have said it. That's, that's, that's why I said oh, I can't have a saver. No, don't do that. Just go, just double your bet. If you're thinking of having a saver, double your bet on score. Exactly right. Done. So when it scores, we get the money, so do we? Or if you want to have a Quinella or a Exacta, put that other money. Acting. Okay, so that's a look at the semi-base model. What's on? What are we doing this weekend? What's happening? Anything exciting? 
What's on out there? Cricket clubs? Oh, you won't be playing this weekend, obviously. Indoor. No, it doesn't look like it, does it? <laughs> think no, I think there's three rounds left. Won't Railways be. v Mets. Won't be playing. Brothers Imagine. Diggers v... They'd be off now, wouldn't they? Someone. Yeah, so all the grounds are called off at the moment. Yeah. Where the no council chance. opens up, I don't think so. I mm. think they'll be shut. Yeah. So it's a bit of a... Yeah, stay so, at home this weekend. So they'll probably be, yeah, be a quiet weekend on, on the local sport front, as we said, mm. from Monday. We've got the, the golf that kicks off there. Um, the draft. When's the draft actually take place for the basketball? It closes Friday. Closes Friday. They play Monday, so I'm going to say it's on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in between there. They play Monday, surely. Yeah. Yep. We don't need to Trevor Greve, com- commissioner, is very, very efficient, man. Commish. Yeah, so probably do it while he's out playing the uh, front nine. Actually, I'm going to say it's on Saturday. That's why, because he said he can't play Saturday now. I'm going to say that there the draft's on Saturday. Two and two together, and you get yeah. five. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that's all coming up. But thanks, boys. It's been good. Have fun. Um, thanks to our sponsors and supporters that, that make the show possible. Um, we'll have the, we'll have it up as a podcast this week as well. Um, we'll also. Um, be on the radio back Saturday morning, so be able to listen to it there as well. And I think we'll, the show might pop up again on Facebook Live Saturday morning as well. So all that all happening, yeah. That's all, that's Round all two for up. the boys, yeah. So on call, can I get her? Yeah. Do you want more? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Probably like, don't play it again, please. Seriously. Anyway, that's the show. Thanks for joining us. Um, we'll catch up with you all again same time next week. <laughs> Just, just about to do, mate. Uh, surely. There you go. That's outstanding. That much talent running around in our own backyard. Ladies and gentlemen, the semi-pros. The semi-pros. Ladies and gentlemen, you're the stole.